Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We've bellied up to the bar. We we have with us today, let's see how many adjectives I can come up with today. Uh, a mid-Atlantic beauty, a Nordic Valkyrie, a voice of an angel, um, platinum talent. Uh, a person who just broke some shit in their house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least they, 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 their dog did. Uh, we have bellied up to the bar with us. Singer, songwriter, Miss, and, and, and just so I know my wife's watching, it's not Iva, it's Miss Eve. Eva. I said it wrong. I see, I don't jack it up. It's good. It's all good. Eva. Eva. I even jacked it up because I was so excited that I was pronouncing it right at the house and my wife was jacking it up. So <laughs> welcome. Thank you, Sean. I'm uh, thrilled oh, big, to be here. Big Mike Casey's already checking in. Hey Mike uh, Casey. He he is a uh he does he's a Bigfoot hunter. He goes out in uh on the West Coast. Okay, I want to hear those stories. What I was has about he to say- seen? As you made that face for a moment, I was like, oh, God, (laughs) please, Eva, please tell me you have a Bigfoot sighting story. I don't. I don't. Sorry. I have some ghost stories, but I don't have Bigfoot stories. We Look, this is a running thing on this show. And I don't know how many, you know, because I imagine you watched all 141 episodes in anticipation. I mean, I just, I I figured. I did. I mean, I figured. Mm -hmm. I mean, a couple of them twice. And and that makes sense. Anytime something of a paranormal nature goes down on this, I promise you, my show glitches every time. Really? Like it, it, it is it is guaranteed that it will glitch. We had uh do you know who Patty Negri is? Uh no. Ghost Hunters. She's the medium that's always on Ghost Hunters, uh blonde haired lady. Um if you go look her up, she so she okay. was on the show and uh Next thing I know, I never have problems. Next thing I know, my show's like glitching and stalling and all this stuff. I'm like, you've put some voodoo on my show. She's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Every time, guaranteed to happen. And there's nothing I can do about it. It just happens. That's that's a little creepy, but I get it. Sometimes I think God is in the computer. I'll want to do something and the computer won't do it. And I'm like, I don't think God wants me to do that right now because that worked. An hour ago, but now it's like this important person I want to contact or something. Mm-hmm. Computer says no, no, no it's not. And you can't do it. <laughs> not, not today, Eva. Not today. Not so right now, get, Eva. So we're gonna get ready to get into it. Let's get our house cleaning done before the bar opens up. As always, folks, okay. if you're watching us live over my right, see this big sign over my right shoulder, Eva. See it? Can you see it? Yeah. What is that? It's cool. That, Oh, the <laughs> you're the not eagles. an eagles. Oh God, the uh, eagles. Eagles, really? I get. I guess. I mean, I get it. You're from. You're from the, the state where, the state of no tax. Which you know, we all appreciate that. You know, Delaware's got that figured out. Um, it's nice. 
It, I bet you. Like we used to, like I know people that go school shopping up there, like just for you that purpose. Should go school shopping in Delaware. Just and and it actually, I do my food shopping there. I live in Brooklyn and but also in Delaware, and so I buy my groceries here and drive them up. I get my car fixed and drive them up. I get my doctor's appointments. I don't blame you, uh, you know. but that's the that's the big board for sticker and a cause. And what that is, is uh, if you've got something, maybe you've got a, a song career, you're trying to get yourself out there, you're trying to get known, you have a podcast, you have, uh, I don't care if you have a, a Girl Scout troop that you're supporting, I don't care what it is. But if you reach out and you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, and even our email address, it's all the Above the Bar podcast. You type that in, you'll see this wonderful face pop up and uh, you reach out to me and you send me a message and we'll go ahead and put your stuff up there and we'll read about it live on the air. And it doesn't cost you anything. It costs you a stamp. Do people even buy stamps anymore? I don't know. So I do. We have, you still buy stamps, see? Uh, so we have sticker and a cause. And then uh, maybe your media is starting to hit a flat note and you really need to uh, get it back in line. That's Media by Dibs. Make sure you reach out to Media by Dibs. And you mention Belly Up to the Bar to him, and he's going to give you a 10% discount on your first order and a free consultation. It's Media by Dibs on Facebook and Media by Dibs on Instagram. And if you look him up on LinkedIn, it'll come up as Andrew Dibble. So make sure you reach out to Media by Dibs, get yourself all situated, and uh, get your media back in line. So it's all done. The bar's open. Now you had your glass of wine. What are we drinking? Chardonnay. Yes. Tonight it is Chardonnay, which is what we had in the fridge. And what are, what are you drinking, Sean? So this is uh, and I think we're we're pretty close. I don't know if I can say it or not, but I'll say it anyway. We're working on this. May end up be being the official uh spirit of the the Above the Bar podcast, which is a company called New Scotland Spirits. They've been on a couple of times. They're up here. Ooh, okay. They're, they're up here in the Albany area, and uh, this is their Helt because we have the Helderberg Mountains up here. This is their Helderberg oh, nice. winter wheat field to flask single barrel, uh, and all their stuff comes from. And I think this is kind of the I don't know if you're into bourbons and whiskeys and all that, I, but it's I like bourbon and whiskey. I love yeah, I, oh, we'll, we'll talk. We, we definitely can get into that. But what's kind of become a thing here of late is uh. How local can you get it? Do you know what I mean? Like, how oh, really? Okay. So uh, these guys are are here in the capital district around Albany, and hmm. this is this is what they do. Um, the nice thing about it is the owner Jesse is prior service army, and they've got all their different stuff. But if you like bourbons and whiskeys, have you ever? You ever heard of rye whiskey? You know what rye whiskey is? Oh, yeah. I, I drink Manhattans. That's my favorite mixed drink. So it's made with rye whiskey. Yeah. Absolutely. So they're so they're actually working on up here in the Albany area uh, at the Capitol. So you know what a Kentucky, you know, Kentucky has its bourbon. It's it's a it's a style. So they're my grandfather's working. from Kentucky. So I know all about we drank a so lot you know, of Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. Well, they're working <laughs> to make uh, rye into empire rye. Oh, okay. So that it'll it's it'll be its own styling oh. of, of rye whiskey. And theirs is their rye whiskey, the way I describe it is it's like drinking summertime. 
Ooh. It's got a real leathery, fresh baseball glove kind of smell to it. Yeah. And when you take that first sip, it's just like, it's summertime. I'm going to a baseball. I'm going to Camden Yards. I'm going to go see a baseball game. I'm going to hang out with friends. And most people wouldn't attribute, you know, whiskey to uh, a summertime drink unless it was mixed with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But, but but theirs is perfect, like, by itself, drink it neat, hanging out, summertime kind of deal. Unless you're in California nice. where it's 150 degrees right now. Yeah, my one of my best friends is there. She directed the video for one of my songs that's coming out soon, and it's 115. Today, she said, you're doing a vocal warm-up. She said, I have to get off because they asked us to turn all the electricity off so we didn't have the grid crash. Yeah, they had like their highest usage the other day, something crazy like 53,000 mega, giga, whatever watts. Uh, but you just... You, you know, it's kind of leading us into it. So January, you released Run, which we're going to play yes. a clip of here in a minute. And is it the 16th or the 24th that the album comes out? September 16th is when the record comes out. So, and now, is that an EP or an LP? It's an EP, five songs. Nice. So, and that, for those of us that are old enough to remember the difference between buying EPs, LPs, 45s, and uh 72s uh mm-hmm. and all those god yes i did just age myself a little bit but i still have a record player i still have one i do too and i still have lps and singles and eps and from my dad so it used to actually be on this shelf well, uh, all the records and the and and now you know we we don't we the record player that was there is in my apartment in Man- in uh, Brooklyn. But wasn't that always the thing? Like you had to buy the forty five because it had one song on it that you couldn't get on the album. So they made. You oh, the was that how it works? Ah, uh, mm-hmm. like a B side that was really special that you could only get on that forty five. There you go. Like um, the one I always remember. And I don't remember what song was on the other side, but I had Purple Rain on purple Ooh. vinyl 45 i to this day i have nice I, I would love to know what happened to it it's probably one of those things my mother threw out when i started buying tapes and then cds it was like who cares about this shit we don't need this and then threw it out yeah but now i'm gonna play i want to play this so so this is runner do you want to kind of you heard a little bit of what we're playing you want to kind of introduce the song a little bit yeah the song is called run and it's about a friend of mine who runs in the north of Sweden. I lived in Sweden for a long time, Swedish American. And in Sweden, in winter, in the north of Sweden, it's dark the whole day. So if you want to go running, and she loves to run, you have to run in the dark. And this, and I said, isn't that weird and scary? And she said, no, it's amazing. It's like having the whole world to yourself. So this song I wrote is not just about running in the dark but it's also about that feeling of when you're like having a hard time getting started maybe it's a pandemic and you were stuck inside for a long time you'd like to go out and do your thing again um how to get started doing that and that we need to keep running even through tough stuff because that's where the thrill is it's in the running i love it so here we go folks it's run stepping out in the wild 
your voice is so hauntingly beautiful. I, I have no other way I can describe it. Um, I played it for my wife. I played this song for my wife. I was like, you got to hear this. And she's like, and my wife was like, wow. She's like, that's so relaxing and just, just brings you to a nice chill mood. Like, like I I have to say like you're drinking wine and I'm drinking uh, whiskey, but I could definitely hear that. Like on a small stage, a little bit of smokiness in the room and you just kind of, singing that as everybody's you know it's got that vibe i don't even know if i'm describing it right but it's got that vibe look now listen to me this is going to be an important statement i'm about to make because james says i love her voice thank you james sherry love could absolutely do this song james is a very good friend of mine and up here he's part of an amazing uh troupe called just a drag show and he dresses as <laughs> Sherry Love. And that's his, it's, James cool. is her. And I love it when Sherry comes up. But I definitely could see Sherry Love doing this song. So, but it also kind of feeds into something you said. Please do. Uh, if you, James as Sherry Love, please, I, I'll, I'll come join you. I want to come play in Albany. So you let me know when you're playing and I'll come up and I'll sing it with you. In, uh, they're playing. Uh, they have a date coming up here in September this month. Yeah, awesome. We'll have to figure. We'll, we'll get it all connected. Uh, it is the most fun uh, to go to these shows. Actually, my youngest son, who's five, uh, has become a celebrity during their brunches. Because, How come? Because Amanda Love. I'm going to see if I can explain this, and you not just and your head not spin off. Oh, look at this. James like, oh, my God, really? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're ready for you to come up. You're already ready to make your Albany debut. Um, well, I was going to so- ask you because I want to play Albany. And, and I was like, oh, I can ask Sean, where is a good place that he think I would fit? Because I've not been there before. So I don't really oh, know man. where I would where I would fit in, what the vibes are. So, So anywhere in Saratoga which is kind of uh, Saratoga's got that vibe. The most amazing concert hall in all of Albany to me is the egg. Have you ever heard of the egg? No. So it, it, when I first came here, I thought it was a, was a spaceship, but it's actually this big, they call it the egg. It looks like a big giant egg and yeah, the, the acoustics in it are unbelievable. Um, I saw um, Ben Folds there and all the seating. By the time you get to the top seating in it, you almost feel like you're sitting at a 90 degree angle. There's no bad seats in there because of the way it's put together. So, And everything looks down into the stage and it's beautiful, amazing place. But uh, I tell you, James would be the one to tell you. Uh, yeah, I told you she would sound fabulous at the egg. You absolutely would. Oh, uh, thank you. That sounds okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll look into it. Your head is an egg. <laughs> so this is my other, this is my other musical genius. Who's down in Austin, Texas, uh, where he loves oh, Austin. Nice. I just want you to know how much he loves Austin. Austin's there'll be some, great. There'll be some comment here in a minute. 
he moved from Ohio. Scott, where Austin. should I play in Austin? I want to know where should I, I, I was have, down there for South by Southwest and I had a great time. I, I have like, I have the weirdest musical collection like of, of people in my life. Look, Oh, Hey, yeah, no shit, Scott. Um, like my, <laughs> um, I grew up with an uncle who was a Berkeley music graduate. Oh, nice. Like, and, like Boston, Boston, Berkeley. No, like Cal Berkeley. Oh, Cal Berkeley. Okay. Yeah. Like Cal Berkeley, like in the sixties owned everything Beatles ever produced the, the whole nine yards. But oh, cool. you would you your vibe is amazing. I just can't say enough. And for those of you that are, are going to hear just the audio side of this, go look Eva up. Eva Eva Voice, and it's actually spelled I V A. But look up Eva Voice. Go check her out. If if you don't instantaneously just fall in love and listening to her music and listening to what she's putting out and the energy right now that she's putting off of just this kind person that you, you feel like, Oh, if I'm sitting at, I could be sitting at, at, at the local bar and she's just sitting down there and, and could say hello to her. If you don't get that vibe, I, I don't know what to tell you. If Scott talks to you though, it's okay to call the police. If he, if he stops, <laughs> it's okay. Look at his picture. Just look at his picture. You wouldn't be the first woman that to do it. You wouldn't. I just played a Scandinavian festival on Sunday okay. and Scott definitely should have been there with some braid, like a braid on each side of his, of his beard. And then you, he could carry an ax. Some people were carrying like real axes. Well, well they're <laughs> Doing all part the whole, of the whole Scandinavian Viking beards. thing. They're, they're part yeah. of the talking beards network. So they're all competitive ah. beard people. So, but now you kind of mentioned about with this song, where the vibe came from coming out of dark yeah. time. And I use that quote of yours because I, it really stuck with me when I read it. Even if you think it's the darkest hours, there's hope and there is light. Um, I got to ask, where did, where does that come from? And, and where does your music come from? <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah. I, uh, yes. I love that question. Um, I'll come back to the axes because I was also afraid at this. I was like, why is that guy carrying like a whole axe? Like, are we going to be okay? But anyway, um, I guess because, I mean, primarily being a human can be really tough, right? We go through some stuff that I've had some stuff happen that I can't even believe is happening. Like, really? This now? Okay. This is a lot. I don't know if I can handle this. But I have handled it. And I have made it through as an artist, as a human. Um, I think most recently, the toughest time I went through was uh, two months before the pandemic started. I My mom died of an aneurysm. Oh, my. So it was really, really sudden. And... I was driving from Delaware back to New York and my dad called and I got that bad call that you never want to get. I was on the New Jersey turnpike and I got the call that was your mom has had a major stroke and we're in, in on like going to the ER and you probably want to come home. Um, so I came home and she was already unconscious there and in five days she was gone. And um, then two months later, we were all locked inside on the 
the lockdown and it was really intense and I did not feel good. And I had help at the time. So my therapist said, and you don't have to, and you need to just let that feeling happen. And then things got better. And he said, just keep playing your music. That's what makes you feel good. Just keep playing. And I said, yeah, but I can't play for audiences now. Like I can't go out and gig. And he said, doesn't matter. That's what you love. That's what makes you feel like you. Just play your guitar, play your piano, sing at home. And I did, and that made me feel a lot better. So just doing the things that reminded me of who I am, that gave me the energy. That's where the energy came from. It wasn't anything I could think my way into. It was the doing the things that make me feel like me. Do you feel now, now it's interesting you say you say that the, the energy and playing the piano, playing the, the guitar, getting your music out there. Do you feel like as an as an artist, you have that you you have that release that a lot of people haven't created for themselves? Does I that make sense? Haven't or have created. Yeah, like so the average person, I think a lot of us we just we lock it down, we say, oh, I'll figure it out later when there's time. But right. Okay. A lot of artists, you have an outlet, you know, like I have my podcast. If I'm having a bad day, I can get on here. It may not be a day, yeah. of a show, but I have a release yeah. as okay. an artist. You have a release valve. Do you, is that the way that feels yeah, to you? That makes sense. I mean, I do know that there is something that I can do that is going to make me feel a lot better and not afraid of creepy guys with axes. For those of you that aren't watching, Scott just and says, I'm enjoying the song Run right now, <laughs> but hopefully it wasn't inspired by creepy guys with axes. I just hope that, let's say you like to do axe throwing and you can't axe throw. One of my friends during the pandemic got really into chopping wood and he got, and he goes, you're going to know all about this. I got like this axe from Norway and I got this book from Norway about all the different ways to chop wood and pile it so it looks really beautiful, which is, I never thought about it. He's like, apparently in Scandinavia, is this true? Do people pile their wood in beautiful ways? And I said, I never thought about it, but yeah, they do. They do kind of sculptures <laughs> with how they pile the wood. So he goes out and he shows me his axe and he's, this is like a really gentle guy. And he had been out there during the pandemic, like cut chopping wood with his axe. Like, that made like, him feel you... better. Like, did you ever feel, say, but he had, he found his outlet. Yeah. But, oh, back to the question you said about yeah. the outlet. I have had friends say to me, you're so lucky that you can, like, maybe I had a bad breakup or something and I could write a song about it and play it. And my friend said to me one time, you are so lucky that you can do that. Like, I just have to kind of internalize it and deal with it, but you can actually turn it into something beautiful that everybody else can relate to. And you can say that bad experience I have is now this great experience that I'm having playing my song for a lot of people and connecting with them over this feeling. I mean, look at Alanis Morissette. Like, oh, oh, that's oh, the to me, that's yeah. the epitome of like you took a horrible breakup situation and created a dominant career. Right. Yeah. I mean, she it's fuel. It's it's anything that anything that happens is real and fuel if you think about all the hollywood movies that get made 
they're interesting when they're about something compelling and the things compelling are often the craziest things that happen to human beings for real. For, and, for reals, reals. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah, so, that's, I think that, I mean, and I'm not going to say that when I have been in a dark time, I haven't had very dark thoughts and I've had to talk myself out of, you know, some really tough stuff. Well, and music has really helped, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, that, but, I mean, yeah. that's, and I know that this is kind of touching on a, on a, on a little bit of a nerve there and that, but that's that, that phrase that you put out, you know, looking for the light, you know, that was, it just, it kind of just struck a chord with me. Cause I think we all hit those times where we're like, ah, this is, you know, this sucks. I'm never going to see that. There's never going to be a better moment. That, oh, I, I'll never, I, I, I've always said there's one thing in life you can't stop and that's time. Mm -hmm. This shit's mm -hmm. going to move on. It's always going to move on. But that also brings me to this question. You've, you've been at this for a minute. This isn't yeah. like you didn't start this like two weeks ago. And we're like, ah, I think I could pick up a could pick up a guitar and might play play a little ditty for everybody. You know, you've been at this for a while. What were some of the vibes that you got in your earlier part of your career when you were kind of like coming out of high school, coming out of those days, and you're like, hey, I'm going to make music. This this is what I'm going to be. This is who I am. I'm I'm a musician. I'm going to make music as a career. What was you know we all you know, hear it both ways, but what were some of the vibes you were getting? From within or for, from outside? outside? Inside, you know, I, inside, I can only imagine that it was like, I can do this. Maybe I can't do this, but I could do this, but probably couldn't do it, but maybe I could do it. Maybe I should have a backup plan, but I could do this, but maybe not. That's what I imagine it was like inside. Am I pretty close? It was not, for me. I was like, this is, I, 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 I'm not really, I'm not a, big Bible person, but I'm pretty spiritual. And I remember reading the parable of the talents, if you know that, which is about like this king had three sons. One of them, he gave like a ton of talents, which is a form of currency. One, he gave a few and one, he gave one. And he said, now go do what you're going to do with the talents. So the one with a lot of talents, he went and made more talents and had a huge thing in this middle one went and made a lot of talents with his talents. And the one who only had one buried it in the ground because he was worried about losing his talent. And the father said to him, I gave you a talent for you to, so you could do something in the world, not so you could bury it in the ground. You need to. And I thought, okay, this really speaks to me and whether I have a lot of talent or a little talent and whether I have a lot of prospects or little prospects, I'm getting, this is what works for me. This is what I do spontaneously, no matter what, I just love doing this and I should do this as a career. So inside me, I was very sure of myself, but then a lot of, some people in my life started saying, what? on earth, you know, this is not what you're supposed to do with your life. And that was hard. That was a really hard, really hard time. Cause what I did they think you were supposed to do get a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Delaware. This is where all the corporate, 
All the corporate headquarters are right here. And for folks, if you didn't know it, Delaware is the highest, Wilmington, Delaware is the highest concentration of corporate headquarters in the United States. If you didn't know that. So you, you, HR, all the HR is there too. I learned that yeah. in my career. Like oh, everybody, it is? I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Like if you go down to Wilmington because of all the headquarters that are there, it's all like HR. Like mm-hmm. even Amtrak. Amtrak, mm. all the call takers are out, of, are out of there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like the HR hub. So so they all thought you were going to get a – should go and get a job. Well, because I was pretty smart. Mm-hmm. So everybody thought – and I was very like sp- – motivated and kind of savvy and so they thought oh she could go make a ton of money doing something you know with a a, a a job where you're sure to make a certain amount of money and i chose this job where you never know how it's going to sure uncertainty mm-hmm. is that good wow that's a good way to put it yeah pure, pure un- are we writing a song right now we could be pure writing uncertainty I like it. See, Mm -hmm. and you've got your notebook out. You are a notebook person. It's so great that I saw you (laughs) grab your notebook. You know why? I'm nerding out with my notebook. Eva, wait a sec. Don't don't be don't be upset. Don't be upset. There we go. Okay. I I keep a pad and a pad and a pencil next to my my computer because I do the same exact thing. So so you're golden. (laughs) Don't don't get nerdy with it. so look at that. We're writing a song. Didn't even realize it. So when you think it was that people started kind of going, oh, maybe we're wrong. When they heard my music that I was making and probably it wasn't because I started out when I was younger, the only training really in my area was classical training and I could sing opera style. So I was doing that. But then I met someone in New York when I was in classical music school who said come over and let's make an album and he was working at sony classical at the time and and i was top lining which means singing vocals and uh lyrics on a track that he had already crafted okay and so i started singing the opera stuff and then i started singing some uh just my regular voice on top of it and he stopped playing music and he said whoa, what is that voice? And I said, oh, that's just my normal voice that I just sing like fun stuff with, but it's not my classical voice. And he said, I'm really interested in that voice. And I started making records with that voice and people started saying to me who listened, we're feeling an energy in your voice that I have no idea where it comes from. I I I'm, I have not nothing to do with it. It just comes out. I'm, I mean, I do a lot of things to. I like being mellow because I can get wound up. So I've done a lot of meditation, a lot of dreamy things out there in the world. But that innate kind of hauntingness that you told me about oh, is absolutely. something that's just been there, and I don't have anything to do with it. And that's and people kept saying, "Oh my God!" Like I just go into a whole other world when i listen to your music and hear your voice it, it really is it, it it's haunting and mesmerizing it, it really like it pauses you it really pauses oh, you thank you because it's kind of like this the hell is that what are you li-? It, it gives you that what are you listening to ah cool okay that's good to know do, do you know what i mean like 
like when Scott sings, most people go, can you please stop? Like, <laughs> like, please just don't. go chop something. Go chop something. Go, go, go wash go something. paint something with your beard. Oh, uh, he, he <laughs> could. That might be another career choice for Scott. He could be a beard painter. That could be an option there for him. That's so, cool. So now how many like abstract art, you know, you could just like shake like a Jackson Pollock type thing. Yeah, exactly. And see what splatters across the canvas. Bearded Pollock might have. That's totally going to up all the other beard guys. (laughs) Mm. Who is doing beard art right now? We'll have to look I bet into that. someone is, but you know, somebody's probably doing, but he, I don't know if he's still watching or not, but he could be like the Jackson Pollock of beards. I like it. Um, <laughs> so how many total albums do you have? This uh, one that's coming out is going to be my fifth record. Wow. And they're all available. Spotify, Apple, all the Spotify, normal. iTunes, Apple Music. Soon we're going to have it possible that you can buy a very high resolution version of this album right off my website. Because some people, you know, they don't want mm-hmm. just an MP3. Like when I announced the record release, some people wrote me back and said, hey, can I actually, I, I'm not going to print physical CDs or make LPs right now because it's just, it's expensive, expensive and people don't you don't know if they're going to buy them or not. So until I'm touring more heavily, it's not really going to it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I thought, OK, well, yeah, but I was like, what I'll do is I will make the highest resolution, the mastered high resolution copies available on my website. So at least you can buy what you would have ripped off a CD. So that's that's what um, that's what is going to be available as well on my website. And it's funny you talk about, you know, we, we're talking about these different platforms and everything um, with a career. You, you've been doing this and I got to ask you, uh, uh, you got a uh, you got a fan just popping popping in here. C C. I, all these different is that different i wonder ones. if that's somebody i know hi love it probably, that's it, one of my friends hi it, or one it, of my fans says, you look great it's their 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 uh you. twitch tag is ccemm1331 i'm horrible like i sit there and i watch those things and people will pop in they'll be like hey i know this person they're great i love this and i'm like hey exclamation <laughs> point 17 <laughs> q, q58 they like you at, at, and I've had people that are like, especially, you know, the up and coming singers. I've had a few that are like 19, 20, 24 years old, and they use uh, Twitch. Like, I can't even begin to explain to you, like 400 viewers at one point in time as they're do- putting their music out through Twitch. Are you doing any of those kind of platforms? Have you tried any of that stuff? I haven't tried Twitch. That's oh. interesting. Oh yes, um, Alex, Alex Baird, she's <laughs> one. Yeah, Twit, get it. W I T C H. Yeah, Alex Baird. Um, the whole company is called uh, Next Music Company, and that's one of their big things. Is they push a lot of their their artists to get on to Twitch and stream through Twitch. Uh, Interesting. You, okay. If I I can tell you right now, artists I've had on. I would love to hear you and Alex Baird 
do a duet together because she does a jazz yeah. sound and she just released her album lemon tree the two of you together would be explosively good explosively cool good oh my god i'm just thinking about it as i'm as i'm just brain farting it out right now i'm like i'm like oh this would be crazy and you're both like yeah you guys would be amazing just something to I love music. Okay. I I I Please love connect music. us. I will. I love music. I couldn't I couldn't I'm lucky I play the radio. I'm horrible. But I love music. I can hear music very well. I was like the kid in concert choir in in high school. What are we rocking with that? What is that? Oh, it's Delaware. A Delaware class. Oh, my I just got my Ravens back here. I got my Orioles coffee mug and my Ravens coffee mug upstairs. You can't see it to the to the side here. I got another Ravens thing. I I am I am all Ravens. All I tell people all the time if Baltimore had a professional badminton team, I'd root for them. Did you see the kid from Maryland at beat Nadal? What? Rafael Nadal? The, you know Rafael oh, Nadal. Oh, oh, oh. No, he was from Maryland. He was from Maryland. Um uh, keeping it mid-Atlantic for a minute. And folks, if you're still hanging out with us, I tell you all the time, I make left turns and the shit that matters to no one but but me and my guests. But yeah, he was from uh, Maryland. Um, he was, um, his family was originally from like, Niger- they were like Nigerian refugees from a war. And they lived inside of this tennis center. Like they had okay. a room in the back of the tennis center. And after people would get done playing tennis, they would sweep the courts and clean up. And uh, he learned to play tennis by watching other people play. Mm-hmm. And then there's his name. James Shear just put it up. Uh, Francis oh, nice. TFO. Okay. And he just oh. watched them. And he was just – and then finally they were like – he was batting the ball against the wall. And somebody was like, this kid's got some talent. And uh, he just beat Rafael Nadal, who hadn't lost in the last year in an Open. So whoever this yeah. person is that we can't figure out who they are. See, look at James. Oh, oh, he's got um, they said they, Eva, I like your pears. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> does, does that matter? Does that mean, I mean, hopefully I didn't just put up an innuendo and not realize it, but. um, I don't know what my pears are, but I have a good guess. Yep. A good, <laughs> a good pears. Pears. I don't know. I don't know. Am I. I don't know if I'm in the middle of an innuendo and didn't know it. Um, but, but yeah, so five albums, uh, you're out there doing this. You, you've done like, but you did, I got to ask the Conan, the Conan quote, is that real? Where Conan says you can hit a note. You can hit yes, that note. It is real. You but you want to know how it came about? Yes, please. Cause I okay, thought that so- that was bull. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I thought it was bullshit. Oh, well, tell them what the quote is. I didn't. So the quote from Conan O'Brien was that you can hit a note so high that human ears can't pick up on it and that only (laughs) animals can. I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but it's. You can do that. Moxie sings along with me. Well, no. Okay. Well, I can. Please bring the dog up. James James will go out and buy all five albums. And Moxie sings with me sometimes. Moxie sings with me sometimes. I just want you to know that James just went out and bought all five of your albums just now. Oh, just for the doggy? Just for the doggy. Just for the doggy. Um, So I, this was my big break when I first switched to doing popular music. I was in the gym at 
in New York and I was standing next to a woman who had all this Conan clothes on and my boyfriend at the time loved Conan O'Brien. So I said to her, oh my God, where did you get your hat and your jacket? My boyfriend loves Conan. I want to get it for him for Christmas. And she said, oh, I'm really sorry. I work on the show. So that's how I got them. And she's, and I was like, oh, and she said, but give me a call and I'll give you tickets. And I was like, okay. And she, she said, what do you do? And I was like, I'm an opera singer. It's like nothing like what this you do. This is so New York city of a, of a conversation. <laughs> I just you didn't know that. And, and, yeah, just, and so she was like, um, so I called her like a couple weeks later and she didn't answer. And I was like, okay, she forgot about me. But then she called me back and she was like, Emily, aren't you an opera singer? And I said, yeah. And she said, could you come on the show tomorrow? And I said, uh, I guess. And sure. And so I went on the show and I said, I don't know what this is. And she said, this is the fake staff talent show. And I was the girl who can sing outside the range of human hearing. And oh, so you were supposed to be like, you were, you were a staff member, but not really. Yeah. Yes. So I was just like, one of the guys was like, He's like, I can publicly emasculate myself. That was his talent. <laughs> you know? like, he like threw a basketball too. in the air and then like pulled a toupee off. And, you know, he did, it was. And so I, so what happened is I, they said, just sing something. So I sang and then pretended to go higher and mouth it like. And they had a real dog in the audience who had opera glasses and like an opera cape on and said, brava, diva, brava. <laughs> and so that's what he said about me in the, he said, Conan said, this is Jennifer Smart from our talent department. Listen to this people. Her voice can go so high. She goes outside the range of human hearing. Take a listen. And that's, that was my cue to start singing. Then Max had heard me, the drummer had heard me warming up in the, in the stairwell. And he thought that was so cool that he's like, we have to have her back. She's awesome. So they invited me back like a ton of times, which was really, really fun. Yeah. You were on, how many total times were you on Conan? I think five or six times. It was really fun. I played a Swedish meatball. I was the nurse at the, um, trans species animal hospital oh, like okay. so it's not transgender it's trans species. trans species so if you're a dog who thinks you're a cat you can have the surgery that you need to become a cat right max i think and mox is it, happy being a dog is it the dog is it moxie or yes she's moxie oh she's got because she has a lot of she does, although she's she's like chilling right now. But yeah, she has a lot of. Moxie. She is a very very chill, very relaxed. Has the look <laughs> of a has a look of a celebrity uh, puppy. Like I just don't have time for you people. She does not know. have an Instagram page yet, but no, she's like, when do we like go eat go eat treats and go for a walk and play? Yeah, that's all that matters. You know, that's that's the good the good life there. So, um, so the new album coming out on this on the sixteenth. Yeah. Where, was that created through the pandemic? Where does where did that music come from? Uh, I'll I'll play you a song from it, yes, and um, I just kind of find there's ah, um. So it was I wrote a bunch of these tunes before the pandemic. Run we did during the pandemic. So that 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 track is completely done um, in the home studio. 
except for the vocals. I worked on the vocals on Run a lot and finally decided I can't get this out. I want it home. So I did go into a recording studio. Well, what was that even like then? Now, did you go in? The Everybody the was pandemic? scary. You know, we were all in masks and yeah. Like, I yeah, everybody imagine. was scared. Yeah. Yeah, everybody was scared. And 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 uh, Jaron, the producer, was home with his two toddlers homeschooling them. So he was making this, making the track that's his, that you love that sounds absolutely amazing while he was being home while he was homeschooling his kids. I want you to know you're about to be the first person to play live on the show. Really? Yes. No pressure. Well, I just love my guitar, so I learned guitar during the pandemic. Um, so you couldn't play the guitar before the pandemic? Nope. But uh, my my buddy Jeff Bennington taught me how to play guitar, got me this beautiful guild guitar, and off we go. Um, but anyway, yeah, most of the songs on the album I wrote before the pandemic in Nashville. So I was working like a, with a lot of Nashville writers. That's just a yeah. music place. Like, like, is that is now when you go to a place like that, and that this is a curiosity question. Mm-hmm. So when you get to a place like, you know, we were talking about Scottsdale in uh, Austin, talking about Memphis, I think in New, New Orleans and Chicago and even New York City. When you get to cities like that, especially Nashville, though, do you, does it just feel like it's oozing music and it, it just makes you want to write something? Does, does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, there was so much. Well, of course, I'm already hanging out with a lot of musicians, but then so everybody was writing music. And there was one day when I was down there where I didn't have a co-write, but then one of my friends called another friend and said, hey, my co-write just got canceled. And he said, well, Eva's here. You want to write with Eva? And he's like, yeah. And then we wrote this awesome song that's not on the album, but I can play it for you because you'll freaking right, play- love it. Play, play for me. But I'm, play, just... I'm going to play you something from the album first, and then I'll play you the awesome song I wrote. But yeah, and then you go out at night and you go to all the spots where you see people play. So I was lucky to be in the company of musicians. But yeah, there's music everywhere. Wow. Yeah. All right, it's all you. You want to give it an intro? Okay. This song is called uh, Midair, and I wrote it with Kim Ritchie. If you know who she is, she's like a really awesome Nashville songwriter. She used to tour with Trisha Yearwood and Mary Chapin Carpenter. Oh, wow. Uh, so uh, this song is fe- like feeling like, uh, uh-oh, things might fall apart any moment. What am I going to do? That's my life. There's the theme there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, I'd like to say I don't feel that way anymore, but sometimes I really do. I feel poor in the morning, rich at night Turn up the noise, turn out the light Whistle in the dark, this is how a heart burns bright I've got holes in my stories and my shoes Holes in my pockets full of blues Every now and then, every now and then, the sun shines through. Always one step ahead of the avalanche. Everything is a do or dare. Always one step ahead of the avalanche one. 
instead you wait for me just again i just i see that like i i i absolutely see you on that stage and, and you've got that that song presence where it just sounds like no i'm i'm going to go see her live i'm gonna, i'm going to go see her live and, Thank and you. J- james is over here giving you bravos Thanks, and james. great song see we're, we're going to get find a way to get you up here in into smallbany uh most yeah, of the venues please. most of the venues that i'm going to tell you about that were like neighborhood bars that have I don't I don't mind that. I mean, I I'm I'm all natural, you know. I'm I that, that's how Dwight Yoakam got really good. He played a ton of bars like every night. So James call call Francis and tell him to call uh Donnie call up Donnie and get her a spot at Donnie Magoo's. Uh Yeah, cuz I just want to play for people, you know. I and and um I'm going to hopefully be on the radio station up there. My radio promoter told me there's a really good station in Albany. Where do you listen to music? 
in Albany on the radio. I listen online. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, apparently there's I'm a serious. station, I'm, a great station we there. Do. We have a so. couple of, of really good. There's a there's a really good country music station up here that's been around for a long time, and then there's 106.5 is up here. You know, we 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 have the uh, what is that? Uh, the i iHeart's kind of taken over so much of that. Oh, uh, this is James, just like I, I don't know if it's Fly 92.3, James. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Isn't that like top 40 fly night? Like they just play top 40 over and over and over and over again. I feel like. That's well, no, this is not top 40. I mean, this will be like, you know, a triple A station, like kind of like KCRW or WXPN or WFUV. They're, they're like, it's almost WKRP? like a college radio station. Like, like, like WKRP. Like WKRP. <laughs> uh, you know what it is? It's like. Eight, yeah. I, I bet you it's like. Uh, there's one that like there's a pretty because we have Sienna co- like the, Albany's weird like people don't realize we're like a big college city for being the capital of New yeah. York because we have like Sienna St. Rose Sage University of Albany um, and whoever you know does all your promotion Donnie Magoo's is a great place just to hang out and drink and it's it's in the hose but Troy New York I tell people all the time Troy New York is this great kept secret of oh, really? amazing, of amazing places to hang out in bars and restaurants. And uh, tr- we're actually, my wife and I are going to see, uh, we just saw Chris Stapleton the other day. We're going to see uh, not Michael Buble, Chris, uh, gosh, what the heck's his name? He plays like the, he plays something like Chris, uh, She'll yell at me. I'll have to look it up. But it, we're going to Tr- okay. Troy City Music Hall. Uh, Ooh, okay. Here real soon, because like, like I said, we like Cahos has a music hall. Troy has a music hall. A lot of the, a lot of the places up here. That's become a big thing for us in this area. Is uh, these these music hall, these locate. Oh, Chris Bowie. That's it. We're going to see Chris Bowie. Okay. My oh, wife nice. loves his music. It's one of those ones where I love my wife. She went and watched Gaslight Anthem with me on one of our earliest dates, and I love Gaslight Anthem. So at this point, I'll go watch music that I'm like, yeah, we'll go check them out. She'll go to any concert okay. with me. She she went and watched Letter Kenny with me. Give me a break. And I love Letter Kenny. So do you know Letter Kenny? No, I thought you were saying Slater Keeney. So I don't I don't no. know Letter Kenny. Letter. If you want like a, just a ridiculously good belly laugh. Um, Letter Kenny's on Hulu, and it's just I don't even know how to describe it. But play us another tune here because you're like, you're I can feel the vibe, like, like your fingers are strumming, you're you're in it. What's the next one? You got a song ready. This is the song that's not recorded yet, so this is a special, special thing just for you. It's not on the record or anything. I wrote this song with Charlie Berry the day the co write got canceled. And it's called First Time, and I'm going to dedicate it to you and your wife. Aww. What's her name? April. Okay, this is dedicated to you in April, and you'll see why. And and, uh, here we go. I want to see your eyes pick me out from across the room. Give me your best line, even 
Though I know I'm going home with you, yeah, take me out and dance me till the room starts spinning. We still got what we had at the beginning. My love, my love, my love, my love, my love, my love. I want to scream in the streets just like we all know. They never seen you and me. Come on, baby, let's show them. Out of seven billion people, I found you. Want to kiss you with my around you whoa it tangles in our wands oh like the first time i want to see you away while i take off all of your clothes hear the sounds you make rated r they're the ones that only I know and feel your body rise and the street light through the blinds and hear your voice over all the noise. Yeah, my love, my love, my love, my love, my love, my love.
I promise you, I promise you, and I agree with James, go record that now. <laughs> I promise you, the that's got everything in it. That You know what that reminds me of? And I mean this, and to me, this me. I guess it's my age, that has that first dance wedding vibe. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like you're you're yeah. there with your with, with somebody you love, and and this is the first song you're gonna dance officially to, and you're gonna dance that song, and it's got value to you because you, wow, wow, you're incredible, Eva. You're incredible. Yeah, Thank I you, mean, Sean. It, look, James. Yes, it does. It's got that vibe, like, like I, you just want to hear that, and, and I yes. love the way it picked up. I love the way the pace picked up. You're. So you, I don't even know where to go. You got, look, there's a very difficult thing to do, which is to make me speechless because I spend all day talking. Um, so, and Nate, give me a second. I'm getting to you because Nate, is, <laughs> Nate, Nate's got, got a question. This is Nate's important question. Okay. Um, okay. So, but you've got some tour. You, you, are you getting ready to tour? Is, or you Yeah. Know? I'm playing a ton in New York city. I'm playing Philly. I'm playing New Orleans. I'm playing, God, where else am I playing? I'm, I'm hoping to play, you know, it's been all these places I used to play. Everybody's out touring. So it's a little rough. It's hard to get dates right now. So, oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. So we're booking the tour right now, but it's, you know, it's, it's going to, it's, it's going to stretch. It's going to be all good, but I, I would love to come to Albany. Look, um, as we're talking, and I pro I don't mean to be rude, but I'm actually sending a text at this very second. Okay. Tune it to, to Francis. Tune in now because he he books for uh, just a drag show. He does all their booking, so he knows a lot of the venues in the area. Oh, cool. And, okay. And he would be the person that I would go, bro. Will you just introduce her to some folks so that we can all oh, just please. Like, that I would really he knows, help. He knows everyone. James, I hope I need you help getting the word out. You know, I mean, I'm only one person, you know, I can only, I'm trying to reach. More. So you're helping me so much today. And I really, really appreciate it. Well, I, Thanks for creating I mean, I'm, what you're I'm, creating. I'm just, uh, you know, remember I, I told you the vibe is supposed to be that you sit down at a, you sat at a bar and you just started talking to the bartender. That's supposed to be the vibe. Yeah. Now I feel like you walk, you walked into the bar and you had a had a guitar case, and we're like, and the bartender's like, "What you got in there?" Just my guitar. <laughs> just, I feel like it would just be this, like, just my guitar. Is anything special? Play us, <laughs> play us a tune. Are you sure? Yeah. And then like this, <laughs> this voice, just oh, like I can't say enough. I can't say that, but you've told now I want to get into this a little bit. So you've toured the world. though. You've done some touring overseas. You've done other places, right? Yeah, I have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now this is important because this is an important question for Nate and I, because we're two fat kids that live in our souls. And Nate, Nate's from, from Baltimore originally lives out in Western Maryland. Now, what is your favorite travel food? God, that's a really good question. Like what I would like have. to have in the car or like, like yeah, in the like, bus or like, yeah. Like what's your thing? Well, I mean, this isn't very healthy, but I love potato chips. I mean, I know that's not any exciting, but like any particular kettle. Brand? I like kettle potato chips. Ke kettle style. 
or a kettle yes, brand? Yes, the kettle, the kettle style, kettle style okay. potato chips. Have you ever had the I Cape love Cod? those. Kate Cod has a good one. Cape oh, brand. no, I haven't had that. They're pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I really, really love. Anchovies right out of the can. Oh, don't, really? I can't anchovies. have this. I can't have the peanut butter around. Like, I can't. I can't have them. They, I eat the entire thing of peanut butter and pretzels. I did that with mine and my bassist and I were driving to a travel gig and we like ate an entire bag of those things. That's and then so we were cool. like, oh, I don't feel my, so good. My wife bought these peanut butter pretzels. She'll, she'd have to tell it to me. We drove from <laughs> Albany to, I with my son who just went to college, from Albany to Tampa and then Tampa back to Albany in five days I did it. And uh, she bought me these peanut butter pretzels from the local um, co-op that were just insane. Like the best peanut butter pretzels I'd ever had. And I'm a big Snyder of Hanover guy. I'm all about some Snyder of Hanover. Oh, yeah. Um, those are so good. The yeah. butternuts. The butternuts. Like, oh, my God. Game they're so they're, good. They're game changers. But uh, how about, you know, and I'm curious this because you have toured not uh, different places. Do you have a. Do you have a besides the fact that you need to come to Albany and that's your next like great destination because it's such a music mecca, Albany, New York? Not at all, but we'll try. Um, but SPAC is pretty amazing, Saratoga Performing Arts Center. Um, okay. but is there any like do you have a favorite city so far that you've played in where you're like, if this opportunity pops up, I've played here before, I'm going back? Uh, Good, good question. I've had some gigs in Atlanta that I really, um, really loved. Yeah, that's and like Kid City, and um, this is gonna sound uh, Paris. I played Paris really? last fall, and I'm going back hopefully in April. I just that's a because they love um, Americans and they love Americans with really particular songwriting and good voices. They love that kind of stuff. So. I they just I felt so welcome and loved, and then of course Stockholm, Sweden, where I played a lot, where I lived for six years. I love playing Stockholm. Now, I'm curious about Paris for a minute because mm -hmm. was there, and I, I always wonder about this. Like I think about bands that come to the states that only sing in their in their home languages. The only, the main one that comes to mind to me is is Rammstein, who is a German like heavy metal band, and they only sing in German. Okay. How was that for you being in Paris? And I don't know if you speak French or you were singing in French, but you know, were you singing mostly in English? Do you sing in French? How was that? I do sing in French, but I sang one of my songs in English, which is called nobody's woman. I think they understood it. I don't know if they completely understood it or not, but um, I can sing in French. So but bad. I have not, you know, so that wasn't so bad. But I mean, I, since I'm an opera singer, I'm trained to sing in a certain number of languages. Um, I guess that, that makes sense. So that's, a, I guess I have a bit of a head start. Um, yeah, I'm lucky I, I can speak English. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I I was telling, you know, it's, it's a tough one for me. So how about like any, so what's your... Is there a venue that you're like, this is my spot? Like, I'll feel like I've made it 
if I play here, like like a Carnegie Hall or the Australian Opera Opera House. Yeah. Or what is that? Or it's I can't think. Of, it's not what it's called. It's not called the Australian Opera House. It's um. I haven't played Sydney. there yet. Yeah, Sydney. That's a beautiful opera house. Um, I was there. I I I went there on a tour one time and saw the opera house. That was cool. Um, that I'd really like to play. I really I haven't played it yet, but I'd really like to play Red Rocks. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, I haven't. I ha- I hope I get to play that. Yeah, that would be really really cool. Red Rock is a pretty amazing place. I would like to. I would like to just see a show at Red Rock. I just feel like a show at Red Rock would just be incredible. Yeah. I haven't done that yet, but the producer of Run, he has played there with Amos Lee and he's Amos Lee's music director and he just says it's awesome. I I have like in my head and like I told you, I know I'm not a musician in any way, shape or form, but I have so many people in my head that I'm like, I know somebody who tours all the time that could probably connect you with all kinds of people. Uh, I say as Gil, who's a good friend of mine, who is the drummer. Do you know the band Black Flag? Yeah. He's the current drummer for Black Flag. Oh, cool. And he, we'll talk about it afterwards. I'm sorry. I'm just like getting excited because I'm like, you're amazing. And I listen listen to this (laughs) stuff, but, and, and you know, and I always say, there is nothing like live music. Like I listened to the, to your albums and I listened to music on the albums and I was like, oh, I really like this it's very haunting sound. And, but it's got all the production value and all the, the clean, the here and there, but there is nothing that shows real talent. Like folks, for those of you that are listening to the, just listening back at the audio of this, Eva is sitting in a chair in a square room with books all around her and albums and stuff. This is not like she's not in a acoustically prepared venue. Uh, I'm going to take a wild out of the blue guess that your your microphone is those earbuds. It is. Wearing. I'm just playing so she, my earbuds. You know, I'm sitting here on a on a microphone microphone and she still just sounds amazing. Like just wow. Thank you, um, Sean. Now I, I just uh let's see, you could have been one in a past. I, I don't know what who you're talking to at this point, Nate. I could have never been a singer in my past life. Um <laughs> never. Uh but Jamie has a great question for you. Do you have a favorite song? Like whether yours or somebody else's, do you do you have one that you really just like this is your standard? Oh, that's a very good question. Um I've, I mean, this is going to sound obvious, but the Beatles are my touch tone and I absolutely love the Beatles. And um, I think maybe, but I think maybe, you know, if we moved beyond the Beatles, like Imagine by John Lennon. Oh, so we're just, still doing the Beatles. Let's just that such that. an incredible song. It's just the Beatles with a different backup band. Yeah, it's but, just. But is it? I would imagine your favorite Beatles song is Norwegian Wood. I do like Norwegian Wood. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that just seems fitting. It seems. I need fitting. a Swedish Wood though. Swedish it could be wood. Swedish. I mean, but it's yeah, my friend chops Norwegian Wood, so yes. Yeah. Scandinavian. It's Scandinavian Wood, right? It's the. I mean, Norwegian yeah. would still be Scandinavian Wood. I mean, we're going with yeah. that. See, for me, the one song, mm-hmm. and, and here's the song I, I'll tell you to to learn. 
if you don't already know it, that I think listening to you play that this song would be amazing, would be Prince's Naughty Nikki. I love Prince, and I don't know that song. I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. I met her in a hotel lobby. I'm not singing the whole song. Um, oh, come on. No. <laughs> I just sang. That that's one of those songs, like, if people are like, sing a song. I'm like, that's the only song I know all the way front to back. And it's like, it's basically Prince singing porn. Like, okay. it, it's like at that level. But your voice, because you have such that, like, see my voice is like i've been chewing rocks in your voice oh i know i'm sorry i'm being very very complimentary here but so we've got some tours coming up we've got all these different cities uh where is the next two or three cities we can see you if we're, we're around where we can catch you okay really good question okay we're having a record release party and concert which is September 23rd at KGB in New York City. If and people want to come. What is that? Just uh, it's a club. It's a club on the, it's a, like a cabaret club. So they have tables with banquettes and they have a stage and a piano. And uh, uh, it's nice. It's a cool spot. So you can sit down and watch it. And it feels very old world. Love it's it. very cool. Uh, then you can also catch me. In Philly, uh, TBD, that's for super fans uh, to come see me private at Turtle Studios, which is where I recorded the Nobody's Woman record. So please, uh, that's going to be going up on my Instagram soon, uh, that you're going to, how to uh, get an invitation to that event. And that'll be where, where um, do they have to go to find the invitation? One more time. Uh, go to go to my Instagram. And that's which is Eva Voice, I V A V O I C E. Or even better, join my mailing list. Then you've got everything. Go to evavoice.com, I V A, join the mailing list, and then you will get all the information on how to get that special private concert at Turtle Studios, which is a place where, among other people, the Rolling Stones have recorded. Oh, it's a really Stones. cool, very amazing place. Uh, I'm playing New Orleans November 6th. If anybody's in New Orleans, uh, at Swan River Yoga. So it's going to be one of the, an ethereal concert where I play stuff like this. The haunting quality. This, and then... Um, I'm playing Rockwood Music Hall in New York, November 16th. Yeah, come come sign up for the mailing list. EvaVoice.com. Sign up for the mailing list and you'll get all the info. So Amanda Love has joined us. Oh, That's hi, Amanda. So Amanda Love has joined us. And Amanda Love is who books for uh, just a drag show that I was telling you about. Oh, so, okay. So I, I Amanda missed all your, your singing. I, I please don't take this as too forward, but I need, if you may, one more. You want tune. me to play again for one Amanda? more tune? Even if you just want to play a little something off off a run or something like that, so that Amanda understands why I texted 
her and said, get on it. Oh, and and Jamie Goodwin is also from uh, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence has joined us. Um, so I've got everybody on here. I'm going to make you a, a drag sensation if I can. And I don't do. That. OK, OK, um, OK. But uh, so he needs to hear this so that he understands why he's going to call Donnie of Donnie Magoo's or somebody else and say, hey, I got somebody who wants to play in Albany. Can you help us out? OK, uh, I think I'm going to play first time again so they can hear it. OK, I love first time. First cool. time, let's second do, time. Let's do first time and second time. OK. All right. All right. Here we go. Here goes nothing. see your eyes pick me out from across the room give me your best line even though i know i'm just going home with you yeah take me out and dance me till the room starts spinning we still got what we had at the beginning my love my love my love my love my love my love i want to scream in the streets just like we own them they never see you and me Come on, baby, let's show them out of seven billion people. I found you. Wanna kiss you with my arms around you. Whoa, it tangles in our wives. Oh, like the first time. I wanna see you wave. While I take off all of your clothes, hear the sounds you make. Yeah, the ones that only I know. Feel your body rise in the streetlight through the blinds, and hear your voice over all the In case you ever wonder, 
Thank you. So I have all, so I'm going to connect you with so many people. Please. I don't know. I'm going to do my best because you were amazing. Thank Uh, you, Sean. Look at this. Thank you, Jamie. Jamie. Says thank you again. And they should listen to Run too. Go to Spotify and listen to Run and go get it all. Listen to it all. I have a great track to play. We can do the smoke and. I can sing the song. It'd be awesome. Look, I, I'm, Thank you, Sean. Please introduce your first guest. I mean, well, Jamie, I, I guess you missed it. This is Eva. I'm Eva. Hi. And I told you. Thank uh, you both. And we're we're going to try to find a way to get her to come up here to Smalbany and uh, serenade, serenade us all and uh, make some things happen. Again, folks, next upcoming date would be September 23rd at KGB in New York City. Um, this was our personal <laughs> concert tonight. It absolutely was, James. Like, like I, this is just, like I told you, you're the first person to ever play live on the show. And I've had a lot of music. Uh, you were the first. That makes and, me feel uh, so good. I'm glad we could do that. Jamie, have a good one, uh, brother. We'll, we'll Thanks, talk Jamie. soon. I'll see you out somewhere. But uh, just amazing i can't i can't even begin to tell you how amazing your voice is and just to have you on here uh do not log off because you and i got to talk for a moment afterwards uh but as we do on every single episode i'm going to tell everybody again make sure you go on it's eva iva underscore voice on facebook it's oh on on instagram Instagram. on instagram it's underscore voice on instagram it's just Eva IVA voice on uh, Facebook. Uh, Twitter is Eva. Oh, I don't IVA. have Twitter. I don't uh, have Twitter. You don't? Well, I've no, been tweeting some. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to let you know. I've been tweeting somebody all week that has. Oh, your name. no. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's it's a, my. Oh, okay. There's an, there's an Eva voice on Twitter that I'm 95% sure it was your picture and everything. You're going to make me go look now. Like I was tweeting, I just, it. you know, it's an old account. I just haven't used it. I'm sorry. Okay, so you do have an account, though, right? Okay, mm-hmm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I just make sure I'm not losing my mind. I'm like, okay, I'm like no, wait a sec. Not. I I was, it really looked like her and everything. Yeah, like oh, look at you, like front porch with a little hat on and everything. Oh, that's me. That's me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at you. 
Okay. With the little, look how long your hair was there. I know. But uh, so make sure you reach out. Go on to Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening to music at. Make sure you download everything she has and you pay for it. That's the biggest thing because as we've learned on here, uh, it takes something crazy like 1,500 downloads of a song for a musician to get the equivalent of one download of an actual album. So keep that in mind too. Take the time. Make sure you're downloading all, all of her music. We're going to work our way uh, to try to find a way to get her up here. And if you're enjoying this, this is the first time you found us, make sure you're following us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram. Heck, if I can get my, my music or get my show on your uh, grandmother's clock radio, I'll find a way to do it. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> and if you don't know if all your friends are following us, make sure you take your friends' phones out of their hands while they're just sitting there playing Candy Crush or whatever they're into. You just take their phone out of their hand. They'll appreciate it. When you just go ahead and subscribe to this right on all their devices, they'll love it. They'll appreciate you for it. As we do on every show, this is one of our most important things that we do here. As the guest, you get the final word. And uh, and my wife just texted me. You did amazing. Uh, oh, like, thank my, you. My wife never texts me in the middle of the show. I'm sorry. I, I had a look at that. Like, she <laughs> never texts me. She's like, he's doing this. I'm not going to bother him. Uh for her to do that, that just tells you, you were, well, that amazing. song was for you. <laughs> I, I told her, I said, like, I even, I'm like, look, you know, we, it, w when we renew our vows someday, we will renew our vows to that song. I love Aww, it. I'm telling you, it's, it's got that happen. vibe. It's going to happen. It's got so that vibe, like that is a definite, like you could see that, you know, being played at weddings in the whole nine yards. And, and what's great about it is it's got that nice soft vibe to it. And then that second verse comes in and you can just imagine every dad cringing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, wait a second. What is this song? Totally. It's so great. So, but every guest gets the final word. So you get the final word today. What's the final word? Uh, I'm going to say generosity of spirit is the way to be. Even though you're All going right. through a rough time, reach out to other people, be good to them. Think of what they might need. Alrighty, folks. It makes the world a better place. Alrighty, folks. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation. Found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.